Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Truth with Susie Ann. And this is your host, Susie Ann. Our topic for today is prayer. And more importantly, what happens or what is supposed to happen when you pray. Now, we in the faith know that prayer is very, very important. We pray to communicate with our Elohim. We pray for protection, for provision, to overcome our flesh. We pray for growth, for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We pray for so many things. And it is prayer that helps us to grow stronger in our faith. Now, as with anything at all in this world, it has an order and it has rules. Many people don't like to hear about rules. But the thing is, if things don't go according to the order of how it is set up or according to the guidelines, then it may not be effective. And we know this. We try to deny it many times. But we know that everything on this earth has guidelines that they need to follow. When you're cooking, you need to follow certain guidelines to make sure that the food comes out the way that it should and tastes how it should and it's structured the way that it should be structured. So why is it that when we are presenting something to our great and almighty Elohim, we want to give it to him any type of way? I understand that there are some situations that calls for impulse actions and improvisations. But when we don't have to do that, why do we not want to do things the proper way? Now, I'm going to give up some points about what to do and what not to do when we pray. Number one, do not be exclusive. Most of us seem to put ourselves on pedestals because we are saved. So we tend to pray for ourselves one way and other people another. While it is good to be baptized and have the Ruach HaKodesh, that's the Holy Spirit, and while it may be obvious in the present moment who is following the will of Yahuwah, and it still doesn't mean that it will stay the same way in the future. As the Bible says, the end of a thing is greater than the beginning. Which means we have no right to condemn persons and pray for them as if they are lesser than us. Nor should we pray bad prayers for people because we do not want bad things for ourselves. And that's, and, and, and that's just it. 
Our ways have to be fair. They have to be equal. If we don't want bad things for ourselves, don't pray for bad things to happen to other people. Here, Luke 18 verses 10 to 14 says, Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, Elohim, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing far off, would not so much as lift up his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, Elohim, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And this, these are the words of Yahusha. So if we have to pray, pray like the prophets did. Pray like Moses. Pray like Daniel. Pray like Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel. They prayed for Israel in its entirety, not sectioning them up. Because we all need forgiveness. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of Elohim. So, help us. Let's not try to so much as differentiate ourselves or justify our righteousness over someone else's. But try to pray for the same things for other people that we would pray for for ourselves. Number two. Do not be loud in prayer. The spirit that resides in us is calm and gentle and easy to be entreated. The rock is what makes the real prayer for us and intercedes for us. Our heightened volume will not ensure that Elohim hears us better. It will only attract the attention of humans who we are not praying to. Sometimes praying loudly will even distract the person who is simultaneously praying with us. When we are praying for a group of people, we can pray loud enough for them to hear, you know, what we're saying to Elohim on their behalf. However, when we're having a private conversation with Elohim, we lower our voice. As we would in a normal conversation. Or when we're speaking to a dignitary or employer. Yahuwah said it in the scriptures. That his ears are not heavy. That he can't hear. So I don't think our volume is the issue here. It instructs in Matthew 6 verses 6. Saying, but thou... When thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, 
pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. End point. Now, number three, do not exaggerate nor be repetitive. People tend to want to look intelligent or spiritual when they pray for people. So they either tend to use many words to exaggerate or dramatize the whole prayer. Some even repeat what they say to make the prayer long. Because they think that the longer the prayer, the better it is and the better we sound. We cannot suck up to Elohim. He is not a fleshy, puffed up human being, but the creator of all things. Keep your prayers simple and concise. Stick to the point. If you want to vent, then vent. If you want to ask for something, ask directly for it. If you want to give him praise, then praise him. But don't give praise as if you're trying to suck up to Elohim or impress your fellow listeners. It doesn't work since Elohim can read our hearts. So be humble, be honest and sincere, and simple. Matthew 6 verses 7 to 8 says, But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Also in Matthew 23 verses 14. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. Moving on to number four. Do not pray publicly. Before I proceed, let me first say that you can pray at any time you feel the need to pray. The problem is that the Bible instructs that wherever we are, we must find a quiet corner to pray in secret. We do not pray openly for everyone to see that we're praying. It is not a performance that everyone should see or hear we're trying to show off how spiritual we are. It is the same if we are praying for an individual. We do not need to pray about their issue openly in front of everyone. I mean, not everybody wants everybody to know their business. Simple. Unless it's the entire congregation that is praying for them. I like to talk to Elohim all the time. So I usually disguise it in many ways. And these are just how I do it. You don't necessarily have to do it the way I do. Sometimes if I'm in a taxi, I put in earphones and act as if I'm sleeping. If I'm in a public place and can't find a quiet corner, I pray inaudibly in my mind with my eyes open. If I'm about to eat, I put earphones in and close my eyes briefly and say a quick inaudible prayer to bless the food you know like when you're in restaurants if i am at work i lock myself up in a bathroom stall 
or I find a quiet lonely place outside. There are many ways to be inconspicuous while praying. It's not that you're hiding. You're just respecting both you and your creator's privacy. Matthew 6 verses 5 says, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Number five, pray by course. While it is a tradition to pray simultaneously, you know, congregational prayer, it is better to let one pray for all and join in unison of hearts with them. It will happen, but it shouldn't be intentional. Elohim likes order, so when you're by yourself, you can pray, or if it is your turn, then you can pray. But most times, the reason why a lot of people get distracted is because some people really can pray inaudibly. They have to pray out loud. And sometimes even the smallest noise can actually, you know, distract you from your own personal prayer. So I personally don't support it as well as the Bible loves to tell us that we should do things by course. Because of course, Elohim is no author of confusion. According to 1 Corinthians 14 verses 13 and 40, it says, Let all things be done decently and in order. Number 6. Men uncovered, woman uncovered. Oh, sorry. Men uncovered, woman covered. I know this has been disputed all over, but I stand with the Bible with this one. 1 Corinthians 11 verses 5 to 6 says, But every woman that prayeth or prophesied with her head uncovered, dishonored her head, for that is even all one as if she were shaven. For if the woman be not covered, let her also be shorn. But if it be a shame for a woman to be shorn or shaven, let her be covered. The Bible addresses the men as well in 1 Corinthians 11 verses 4. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonored his head. It is too clear for us to misinterpret. There's nothing to dispute. The whole explanation as to why is in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And 1 Corinthians 11 verses 16 actually says, but if any man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of Elohim. So if any man really are, you know, not into wearing hats, um, any man, as in man or woman, is in contention about discovering their heads, Paul says to let them know that there's no such custom of people coming into the house of Elohim without, you know, the proper dress code. So that's all for right now. Thank you for listening.
Until next time. To check out more of my stuff or to contact me, you can reach me at Facebook at Little Space Kaleidoscope Space Girl or on Instagram at Little underscore Kaleidoscope underscore Girl or on Wattpad at Kaleidoscope the Pen or on my blog on WordPress at Little Kaleidoscope Girl with no spaces. Thank you for tuning in.